Gemara, Baba Kama, Daf Sadi Bet, Masechet dedicated for the Tzlachav Hayalit Saba, for the Fu'at Pitsu'im, Hazarat Shivuim, Fu'at Shilema, Shimon Ben Simha, and Manifalado, Betok Shar Hoda Amo Israel, Amen. So we begin today's daf on Sadi Aleph Amud Bet, and we are towards the bottom of the Amud, or middle bottom. Hakotzitz Niti Otav. Three, six, nine, about twelve lines up. Hakotzitz Niti Otav. So we said that you're not allowed to uh, cut a tree, fruit tree. So the Gemara is going to discuss some of these uh, laws now. Tana Rababar Barhana Kame Derav. So we have a Braita. Shuri Haragta. So Reuven says to Shimon, you killed my shore. Niti Oti Katsatsta. You cut my tree. It's claims. So how does Shimon respond to the claim? He says, Ata Amarta li Lehorgo. You told me to do it. Ata Amarta li Lekotsetso. You told me to cut the tree. So uh, I agree. I did cut the tree. I did uh, kill your animal, but with permission. So the deen is Shimon is Patur. So the Gemara says, wow, that's, mm-hmm. that's that, there, there goes the world. You know, anytime that somebody has a claim now, you can always say back, you told me to do it. So, you know, you, you don't leave life to the creation anymore. Is he believed? Why, why should that be uh, believed? It's, he's more dead that he cut the tree. So what, what's his name? Manu just to come along and say that... Um, that uh, you told me to do it. That's not a logical response. Nobody tells, most people will not tell their friend to kill their animal and take their tree. So why, why is that a believable, you know, response? So Amar so Rabbi said, fine, Ismiye, should I erase this Braita? Should I take this Braita out of the uh, curriculum? So Amar la, no, it's there, but you got to explain it. Tetargem matnitach b'shora omed lahariga u'bilan omed l'kitzitzah. So you have to talk about a case where the shor was already sentenced to death. So therefore there's a logic to say where he could say to his friend, yeah, just kill it. Or the, the trees were omed to be uprooted. So in that case over there, he's ne'emat. So the Gemara says, Ihachi ma'ikata'inna. So what's the claim? If, if the animal was supposed to die, so what are you claiming? You killed my animal. It was supposed to die anyway. What is he claiming? You, you, you uprooted my tree. It was, going to, it was supposed to be uprooted anyway. So he said that I wanted to do this mitzvah, which means it's a mitzvah to, let's say, kill a shor haniskal. Uh, uh, it's a mitzvah, let's say, to uproot trees of, uh, you know, that, 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 are, that, that, are, that have to be uprooted. So the question is over here that she says, Right? Mistama, the guy saying the truth. The guy forgot, maybe. But the point is, now we understand the, the counterclaim when he says, You told me to do it. It makes sense because it was anyway omit. So then the question is, Well, what is the original claim then? So the original claim is, I wanted to do the mitzvah. You stole my mitzvah. So the Gemara. Learns from over here that uh, there's a claim 
you know, that you can bring it's a guy to court, but you took my, uh, my religious article, my mitzvah. You quantify the value of that. So the Gemara says, <laughs> right, so the Gemara says, when it comes to Berachot, we know. The Tanya, this is the famous uh, Beracha value, which we learned in uh, Bekiim. Veshafak Bekisa. So it says that you spill the blood, meaning you slaughter the uh, chicken, let's say, and then you cover its blood. So the Gemara says, Mishi Shafak Yichaseh. That's the juxtaposition between Veshafak Bekisa. And there was a story with one guy that was shohid, and the guy came and jumped the gun and covered the blood. And uh, the ganav, meaning the ganav of this mitzvah, was obligated to compensate the shohid ten zehuvim. What's ten zehuvim? Schar beracha. So uh, we see that what that there's a concept of a guy wants to do a mitzvah. And therefore, that was the claim over here. Uh, so, uh, there's a uh, question, where did they get the shiur of Tanzi Uvim? We said once in the Turat Hayim, that he said, uh, when Eliezer went to find the wife for uh, Rivka, so when he got to the well, he was very grateful that all the simanim that he uh, asked for came true. So he says, Baruch uh, Hashem, Elohe, Adoni, Abraham, Asher, Ikra, Hayom, Lefanai. So he made a beracha. And then as a result, when he gave Rivka the gifts, it says he gave a jewelry, and the measurement of the jewelry was Asar Azahab Mishkalam. So Tzad Chaim says, why did he make sure that it was Asar Azahab? Because she, she caused him to make a beracha. So he owed her ten zehubim for a beracha that, you know, she was the cause for him to make. So you see in the Torah already there's a value of a beracha. Of ten zivim, so then the Gemara comes along and says. So the Gemara comes along and says. Amarav, dikla de taan kaba, asula mixesis. So now we're talking about the yield of the tree. So a tree that produces. You know, a calf of dates a year, so you're not allowed to cut it down. That's already considered a fruitful tree. So the Gemara has a question, how much does the olive tree have to produce in order for it to be considered uh, fruitful? So the Gemara says, Rova. Only a Rova a, a, a quarter of a calf. So it's a different shiur. So the Gemara answers, Olives are more valuable than dates. So therefore, even a less yield considers the tree to be fruitful. And therefore, you can't cut it down. Amar of Harina, lo shachiv shivchat beri, ela dekatz te'enta belo zemna. Wow. said, my son, uh, Shivha didn't die only because of that sin, because he cut a tree down, fruit tree down. So it's like a midah, can I midah? He cut the, the, the fruit, the tree that produces the fruit, so... He's the fruit of his father, and therefore he he died. So you see, that's what, that's what they always talk about, Sakana, no, 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 chop fruit trees down. This is from this Gemara. That uh, Hasbro Shalom could be, uh, could be dangerous. So, Amar Bidamim. And here you get the question. Let's say there's a yield, but the yield is not value, as valuable as the wood itself of the tree. So the deen is, if the tree itself uh, is considered more valuable than the food. You could use the wood for building and construction, whatever it is, and the mutar. 
because then already uh, it's more of a wood uh, tree than a, than a fruit tree. So that's the that's the deen. Because <coughs> the whole logic of this law was baltashrit. Well, it's not considered baltashrit because you're getting a bigger value by chopping the tree down than if you would leave the tree up. So therefore, it's not considered baltashrit. Tanya namechir of a bright that is supported. So that it's asher teda. So what type of tree is that? Ze ilan ma'achal. Kilo etz ma'achal hu. Ze ilan srak. So it sounds like you can't even chop down a, a barren tree. Ilan srak. So v'chim ma'achal shesofon l'rabot kod avar, matamud lomar, kilo etz ma'achal. Once already you tell me that uh, you're including all trees. So what does the pasuk mean when it says kilo etz ma'achal? Why does it say kilo etz ma'achal? It's not etz ma'achal. It's any tree. Not only lo etz ma'achal. It's can't cut any tree now. So the Yamara says lehagdim srak lemaachal. That even though you have a tent to cut both of them, then you should cut the srak before you cut the ma'achal. Telling <coughs> you to go to the, which, which 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 tree, which tree precedes. If you if, if you have a tent to cut both trees down, srak and the ma'achal, do the do the srak. Uh, as she says, "Rak etz asher teda, kray yeterahu." The Havil in the Mechtav, "Rak asher lo habam ma'achal." So, what is etz asher teda? So he says that's a tree that has fruit, and the etz ma'achal b'achi kamar. Rak etz asher teda im en chayodaya karov lematzor ela hu kachenu vafidu hushil ma'achal. So. <clears throat> it's only a tree that you know that produces fruit. But if you don't know, then you can assume that it doesn't have fruit because it's on the, it's on the border. <clears throat> so the Gemara comes along and then says, Yachol afilu Even if you're telling me that the Ilan Srak, it's wood. I'm sorry, even if you tell me that the Ilan of, uh, of, um, of, uh, of Perot, of, 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 of Perot, the value of its wood is greater, still you should cut the uh, Ilan Srak first. So it says, no, the Mudamar Rak. So the Rak comes and, you know, uh, uh, minimizes it and teaches me what? That this law of chopping a Srak before a, uh, an Etz, Ma'achal has a limitation. And what's the limitation? If the Etz Ma'achal is greater in value than the Etz of the Srak, so it's less Hashhata. Therefore, chop the chop the fruit tree down because again you can use the you can use the wood. Shemuel aiti le arise tamre. Shemuel, his sharecropper, bought for him from him dates. Achil, he ate them. Taim behu tamad hamra, but he tasted like uh, grapes or wine flavor in these dates. So Amar le, my high. What are these uh, flavored dates? Amar <coughs> le. Well, they're actually, the trees of the dates are next to the vine, so I guess, you know, they're drawing already some of the, some of the nutrients of the, of the vine, and therefore it's giving flavor to the, uh, to the dates. So, So, wow, this date tree is weakening the vine. Because if it's taking from it, that means it's weakening it. So, the mahar... So he says, tomorrow, chop the tree down and bring me its wood. Because then already, uh, that 
date tree is damaging the more expensive tree. <coughs> and therefore, that's another hit there. If the fruit tree is damaging a more expensive fruit tree, like in this case over here, the dates are damaging the grapes, so therefore he said, you can chop it down. Now she says, Mekorayu, Mekor Shilahim Ve'ikara, meaning uprooted. That's what he means, Mekorayu, meaning uprooted. So he also saw that there was a vine and it was next to a, uh, a date tree. So he said, chop the tree down, uproot it, the, 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 the dates. <laughs> Which means, with the, uh, with the proceeds of the, of the, uh, of the, um, of the, uh, of the grapes, uh, we can buy Timarim, but with Timarim, we can't buy Gifanim. What does he mean? That's she. Gufne kaned dekle. Medemeh hayayin, that the tree will produce, so we could use that money to replace and buy another tree, or buy, buy field. Yechulim anu leknot kalkaot. Mi'ilu dekle lo kaned gufne. But the yield of the gift of the dekel is not going to allow us to produce or buy grapes or vine because it's more expensive. So if we had a choice to knock down one, so he said, leave the grapes, and from the yield of the grapes, we can replace the uh, the dates. Fine. Again, the reason why he did this is because they were close to each other, and he felt that the dates are weakening the grapes. So therefore, you see that this law of not knocking down a fruit tree. Has limitations, you know. There's there's rules uh, on that applied. Okay, matnitin. Apapishu noten lo eno nemchal lo en nemchal lo adchi bekeshu menu sheneemar v'ata shev eshet. So what are we talking about over here? So now we're learning the laws of boshet. So we said if you embarrass somebody, you got to pay. So the Mishnah is now qualifying and saying, don't think just because you're paid that you're, you're free. You're not free until you actually ask the guy for mehila. That's a separate thing. You didn't think, well, I paid the guy, so therefore, uh, that's it. We're even. We're not even. You embarrass the guy. So there's a mehila that's needed. And how do you know that? Well, God told Abimelech, when Abimelech took Sarah, returned Sarah uh, to Abraham, and uh, maybe Avram will pray for you now, and and you'll be able to live. Now, wh- wh- why does he have to? Uh, why does he have to appease Avraham that Avram should pray for him? He's given back his wife, and uh, we even. No, you need an appeasement that Avram should pray that you should be better. That that implies that uh, if Avram would not have forgiven Avimelech, he would have died from his punishments, even though he gave back Sarah. So therefore, that's not enough just to, you know, go back to square one. Since he damaged them, he needs to ask for a mechida. So that's the... Uh, <coughs> oh, so how do we know that if the the one that uh, got embarrassed received the mechida, but he doesn't accept it? So how do we know that that's considered achzari? He's stubborn, he's considered cruel. So you see, Abraham did it. 
even though he took his wife, even though, you know, he could have been held a grudge against Abi Melech. Once Abi Melech gave him back, so Abraham Abinu Arab Shalom prayed. So you see what? That's the right thing. He didn't want Abi Melech to die. Did he ask for forgiveness, Abi Melech? That's it. Obviously, he appeased him. Obviously, the Torah saying he appeased, that's why he prayed. So the Gemara says, Mishnah says one more case. Ha'omer sameet ani ketait yadi sheboret ragli. So you tell somebody, guy tells his friend, or some friend, knock out my eye, cut my arm off, or uh, break my leg. And the guy did it. He's a good friend. So the deen is hayav. He's still hayav. But if he tells him, al menat liftor, but if he tells him, you know, on condition that you'll be patur from, from pain, so the deen is, in that case, hayav. So we have to understand this. This uh, sounds like the opposite. First case, we say patur. When he tells him, but you can do it on the night that you'll be exempt, then everybody's hayat. So wait for the Gemara. No, first case is, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, the first case is hayat. First case is hayat. And then it says, on the night liftor, hayat. But the third case is the case where it's patur. So again. And even if he says, I'm not the floor, it'll still be Hayaf. Now we get to the third case. Where he tells him to damage his assets. Uh, rip my shirt, break my barrel. Hayaf. However, I'm not the floor, Patur. So we see a difference between physical damage, never gets a Patur, but uh, damage of asset. Exactly. Bodily damage is never patur, but you know, uh, asset and monetary damage, if the guy says, Amenata, it'll be patur, he's patur. And we'll see exactly how that works. Finally, the Mishnah says, Asekin ish That's nice. <laughs> go, go do that to a third party um, in order to be patur. And uh, he listened. So the deen is hayav. Ben bigufo, ben even if it was uh, monetary, it's going to be hayab when it comes to a third party. And uh, we'll see exactly that case as well. Tanur All this that we said in the Mishnah above is deme boshto, meaning paying for his shame. That's Tachamim established that, that payment. About sa'aro, but again, <coughs> when it comes to the, 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 the emotional pain that you cause the guy, as a result of the shame, even if you brought all the, the fattened animals in the world as a kapara, it's not going to help you. Until you actually ask the guy for mechila. That means give, him, give, 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 give Sarah back and uh, maybe he'll pray for you. Meaning appease him so he'll pray for you in order that, you know, uh, you get mechina. So it's not enough to say, I paid the guy. The Beti told me to pay him $100 for a boo-boo shop. I, I, I paid the guy. Yeah, but the guy's still hurt. One thing is that the $100 doesn't undo the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the pain emotionally. So you got to ask mechina. So? Can we say that he no, no, the, 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 we'll get to that, the last case. The last case here. Now, now, we're, now we're going back to the... Oh, I thought it was a question. Oh, 
No, no, kol elu, which means all, 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 all the preceding Mishnayot that we just had with the lady that uh, 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 was embarrassed by he pulled off a wig and all these cases that we said you pay 400 zoos for this thing and for that thing, you spit on the guy, all these monetary payments, that's not the whole story. That's just the compensation for bullshit. However, know that you have to ask Mechila. So the Gemara says, now the Gemara is going to go through this, this story. So what did God say to Abimelech? Give back uh, this Eshet Ish because he's a prophet. Kinabihu. Well, and if he wasn't a prophet, you don't got to give back his wife? Well, why, why, does, why does it make a difference what, uh, what career Abraham chose to be? And if he was uh, an electrician, you don't give him back his wife? So the Gibbara says, The Eshet Navi Ba'eh Hadure. So Amar Rabbi Shemuel Ben Nachmani Amar Rabbi Yonatan Hashem Eshet Ha'ish Period Mikol Makom Because Eshet Ish Udeka Amar But Abimelech had a had an had an alibi He had a claim He had a he had a reason He says Hagoy Gam Tzadik Tarog I'm a Tzadik Why Hello Who Amar Li Achotihi He told me that it was his sister. And she also said that Abraham is her brother. So what do you want from me? So that's what God said, Nabihu. Abraham's a Navi. And Abraham Abinu teaches ethics. He's an ethic teacher. And what does he teach in the class? When a guest comes to the city, the first question you ask him is, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Can I get you something to eat? Was the first question that you ask the guest about his wife? So right away when he came, Avram being a man of ethics, saw that you're not an ethical guy. Because instead of asking the guest, Avraham, can I get you something to eat? He said, who's that girl? So right away, Avram saw he was in trouble. That you had your eyes on his wife. So therefore, in order to protect himself, he said, oh, no, no, no. Because he thought, he, he thought Avram would get killed. He thought, he, he thought Abimelech would kill him to take his wife. So instead, he ingratiated himself in Abimelech's eyes. No, oh, it's my sister. Oh, my sister. Oh, he was nice to Abraham. And then he relied that Hashem will make a miracle, which he did to Saram. So therefore, now, so that's, so, so, so because Avram's an ethical teacher, it's almost as if he had no choice. He knew the rules. He knew the rules of when a guy uh, breaks the ethics, you got to protect yourself. Okay, but Avraham knew the rules, but Avimelech didn't know these rules. So what do you want from Avimelech? You know, if Avraham's a Navi, Avimelech is not a Navi. So what do you want from Avimelech? You know, Avraham knows the psychology of people that, you know, what's the first question that comes out of their mouth? But Avimelech, the animal, he's the animal. So, so what's the claim on him? He didn't go to the class of Abraham. So the Gemara says, that's the claim. He should have went to the class of Abraham. Ben Noah doesn't have an excuse to say, I was ignorance of the law. He can't, he can't claim ignorance. He should have known that ethical law. That's natural law. He should have known it. And you can't say, uh, I'm not a rabbi. No, this, this is not a rabbi item. This is logical, ethical stuff. And therefore, you should have known it. Should have, either you should have went to the class of Abraham, you should have bought the book, or uh, you should have come to it. And the fact that you didn't learn by a goy to say he didn't learn one of the Shiva Mizobin Noah. He murdered somebody, 
They know that you can't murder. Nobody taught me. They don't, they don't give him an, an excuse of, of ignorance. David? Can we say that he was a Navi also? Hashem came to him. Right. Now that's, that doesn't make him a Navi. That makes him that he had a uh, revelation in the Zichut of Avraham. He's plugged into Avraham. So he was no, he was no Navi. It's a revelation. Um, so now what does it say? What was the punishment that God gave to the family of Avimelech? So it's a sort of constipation. Because the, the Pasuk says, Ki atzor atzar Hashem. Atzor atzar. Double language. Atzor is when God closed them up. So there's a lot of opinions on this. Amar Abir Azab. atzirot halalu lama. What are these atzirot? Ahad so the man, they got closed up that they couldn't produce zera, and shtayim beisha, and the two uh, blockages in the lady shikvat zera, that uh, the ladies were not able to produce zera from their wombs and leda, and that's it. They got closed up; they couldn't uh, give birth. So the lady was in her ninth month. She stayed in her ninth month. Uh, the baby wouldn't come out. No, actually there was two blockages by the men. And urine. So the urinary tract basically closed down. And the zera. And shlosha be'isha. zera, ketanim ve'leda. The ladies got three blockages. But Rabina says, no, actually, everybody's upping the ante here. Shalosh be'ish. Shikvat zera, ketanim, and pitabat. Also, the bowels got closed. And arba'a be'isha. Everything basically. How long? I feel shy. Until Abraham prayed. So, probably, uh, probably the next day. Probably the next day. Or whoever doesn't say how long, but. Can't go too long. Right, can't go too long. Like we said, I feel shy. So now the Pasuk says, So it says, So that sounds like it's including even more than human beings. So even the chickens stopped laying eggs. So there was like total total blockage on everything. Famous uh, rule. Anybody that prays for his friend and uh, the thing that he's praying for his friend he actually needs himself. But he prays for his friend. So the deen is, So in Shamayim, they'll answer him first. So how do you know that? Amar, Le'erabah said, Dikhtib, V'ashem shav et shivut Iyov, B'tpalelo ba'ad ra'ehu. So remember the story of Iyov? He was going through a terrible time of Yisudin. And then he was visited by his friends. And the friends were a little tough on Iyov. They, you know, gave him a rebuke. And because they were tough on Iyov, Hashem punished the friends. So now Iyov's friends were suffering. So Iyov prayed that his friends should be relieved from their suffering, even though he also needed that for himself. And the Pasuk says that God cured Iyov when he prayed for his friends. So therefore you see he got answered first. You learned it from Iyov, but I have an earlier source. Avraham Avinu. 
וירפא אלוהים את אבי מלך ואת אשתו ואמהותיו, וכתיב והשם פקד את שרה כאשר אמר, כאשר אמר אברהם אל אבי מלך. That means Abraham was also barren. His also didn't have, uh, you know, an ability to 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 to, to give to have children. So he prayed for Avi Melech. And then what does the pasuk say? Why right after he prayed for Hashem Pakad? Already Hashem Pakad etzera first. So therefore, you see, Abraham was answered. So that 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 uh, that explains the uh, the letzim. If you remember the letzim. They came along and said, "Me'avi Melech that Aberasara." Now, Leitz is a wise guy. He says something that can be explained, you know, truthfully, but he says it in a way that people will misunderstand it. So, if you tell a regular guy, "Me'avi Melech Aberasara," no, I meant Me'avi Melech because of what I prayed for Avi Melech that Aberasara. Me'avi Melech Aberasara. What was I saying? But he's a wise. That's the wise guy of it. That he uses that line with a regular guy in the street. <coughs> will say, you know, that's, that's the headlines of the New York Post, yeah. so that catches everybody's attention. Wow, he read this the fine print. No, it means that because he prayed for Abimelech and he got the... <coughs> so, Amar le Rabba le Rabba Barmori, Minana Milta, the Amre Inche. So there's a famous adage that people say, Badehutsa where the uh, person is uh, taking the thorns out of his field, the cabbage gets damaged as well sometimes. Sometimes when you're getting rid of the bad stuff, it damages the good stuff. So Amar says, yeah, that's uh, true. And sometimes uh, when there's bad people, the good people get punished on account of the, of the bad people. Basu says, when God was talking to the prophet, Yirmiyahu, Lama tarivu elai, you know, why are you having this conversation with me? And you're saying that you didn't sin. You're all sinners, including Yirmiyahu. Yirmiyahu was a good guy. But you see that since already the people were the Sha'im, so he gets included in the, uh, right, in the, uh, in the rebuke. She says, Afanavi b'mashma. Amale atamat mehatam. So God tells uh, last week's parasha. God tells Moshe and Aaron, "Me'antem." Until when are you going to refuse to keep my mitzvot? But it wasn't Moshe and Aaron; it was the people. But that's it. They, they get included. Question is, why should they get included? Possible, maybe because they don't rebuke, and therefore quite a lot of people say, Therefore, they. Amar le Rabba le Rabba Barmori, Ketiv. So it says that he took some of his brothers, Yosef, and he presented them to Paro. Which means, Yosef was very clever in this story. He didn't want Paro to conscript the brothers that were Giburim into his army, into his service. So when he brought some of the brothers in front of Paro, he chose the weakest of the brothers. Mm-hmm. So therefore Paro will say, okay, yeah, put them in the fields, leave them alone. So who are the weakest of the brothers? There's five of them. Manin hu, Hamisha. Who are they? Amar le, hachi amar haran, otam shukhpelu shemotam. When Moshe Rabbeinu blesses the tribes, there's five tribes that he says their name twice in the Beracha. 
לזבולון אמר, סמך זבולון. So you see, זבולון, זבולון. So therefore, if you, if you go to the Berachot, you'll see that she brings it down. בברכת משה דן, זבולון, גד, אשד ונפתלי. So it's basically, it's all the children of the Shefachot plus Zivulun. Wasn't that the runner? Yeah, it was ואותן הביא יוסף לפני פרעה כדי שלגור אותם להיות ראשי גייסות לטריחם, או תקן אומרים מהם לרנינג. So therefore those are the five. So the פסוק says, וזבולון אמר, סמך זבולון בסתיך. And אוגד אמר, ברוך מרחיב גד. אודן אמר, דן גור אריה. ונפתלי אמר, נפתלי סבא נסור. ואשר אמר, ברוך מבנים אשר. It must have been the weakest because we read that one the most times on Sabhat uh, Torah. <laughs> so anyway, so the Gemara then says, Yehuda nameh echpude mechval. What do you mean Yehuda also? Vizot Yehuda. Vayomad, Shema Hashem kol Yehuda. And clearly Yehuda is not the weakest uh, of, the, of the tribe. Yehuda is the strongest. So there goes your rule. So the Gemara says, no, 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 that was a different story. Amar lemilteho de echval. That was a personal issue that Yehuda had, and that's why his name was repeated twice. The Amar, the Bishwa ben Nachmani, Amar ben Yonatan, my dictiv. Yechid Reuven, ve'al yamot, ve'im etab mispar, Reuven got the first blessing. Now who should have got the second blessing? Shimon. But if you look at the way Moshe Rabbeinu blesses the people, he blesses Reuven first, and then Yehuda. Batting out of order. Vizot Yehuda. So then the question is, what's the... <coughs> What's the Kabbalah? So it says, if you remember that, Yehuda guaranteed uh, Binyamin. And he told his father that if I don't bring him back, but he brought him back. However, since it came out of the mouth of the Tzaddik, we learned the Masechet Makot that a Nidui al Tenai comes true, especially if you're a Tzaddik. So the words of Yehuda, he told his father, I'll, I'll be in sin for my whole life. So the, although he fulfilled his condition, but the curse that he said, the Nidui, was on him. So what does it say? <laughs> so they took out the, the coffins of all the Shevatim when they left Mitzrayim. So it says, <laughs> So they heard the rattling of the bones of Yehuda in the Aron which basically means he was not resting in peace. So therefore he was not getting Olam <coughs> So what happened? So Moshe Rabbeinu was going to pray for Yehuda's entry into eternity. Yehuda. Which means... Reuven moved his father's beds. But who caused Reuven to make the Shuvah? When Reuven saw what Yehuda did after the story of Tamar, when he said, Sadka and he was more on his own sin, 
So he said, wow, if Yehuda can confess his sins like that, so I'm going to do the, uh, the same. So therefore, read the Pesukim like this. What's Yehud does Reuven have that he is alive, meaning in Olam Abba? Vezot Yehuda. It's because of Yehuda. So therefore, Gadol HaMe'aseh. He facilitated the Teshuvah for Reuven. That's a Zehud for, for Yehuda. So therefore he said, Miyad. So then Moshe Rabbeinu continues to pray. And it says, Shema Hashem Kol Yehuda. Therefore, God listened to the voice of Yehuda as if, it's as if Yehuda is praying. Which means, it's as if Yehuda made Teshuvah. Because Yehuda's Teshuvah is a double Teshuvah. It's what he did and what he caused his brother. <clears throat> so, and, and what? And therefore, he's, it, it's as if Yehuda is praying to God, put my body back together. So Shema Hashem Kol Yehuda. So what happened? So yeah, his bones reconnected. All of a sudden, the puzzle started to uh, to come back together. But lo avu kam maskin mitipta derekia. But they didn't let him in yeshiva shel ma'ala. Didn't let him in. So Moshe Rabbeinu continued praying. Bring him to his people. They let him in. Look at the prayer of Moshe. It's like instantaneously. So when he got to Yeshiva Shemala, but he didn't, he didn't understand what they were saying. He couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't understand the shiur. And he wasn't able to have a, you know, back and forth with the hakamim. So that's a tsar. So he said, Moshe Yadav Ravlo, that he should be able to have a rav, a riv. Let him be involved in the Milchama of Torah. Okay, so they let him into the conversation. But the halakha was never like Yehuda. And that was a tsar for Yehuda. And he should have aid from his adversaries. And then all of a sudden, the people that argue with him at the end of the day, but they said, Yehuda's right. So if we went from, you know, being banned to becoming uh, basically the Rosh Hashiva. Famous adage, the poor get poorer. The Baran doesn't talk about the rich get richer, but there's a statement that the poor get poorer. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you see from here? In the Bikurim, you got to bring a basket. Ani, <clears throat> he brings the fruit with a cheap basket. Ani, when he gets to the Kohen, the Kohen keeps the fruit plus the basket. The rich guy, he gets back his basket. So you see what? The poor get poorer. It's not enough that Meskin, you know, he doesn't have a nice basket. He has a, you know, homemade stuff. And the Kohen keeps it. Now, we said many explanations on this. <clears throat> One explanation we said is, is because the queen doesn't want to embarrass the Ani. Uh, which means the rich man, when he brings his fruit, he brings grade A quality fruit. So when the Ani, when the queen takes the fruit of the rich guy out, he's displaying it. Everybody says, wow, look at that, it's great, nice fruit. And the Ani is saying, oh my gosh, hope they don't do that to me, because if they take out my miserable fruit, everybody's going to see, uh, you know, 
the uh, how uh, how paltry it is. So what happens to save the dignity of the ani? The kohen says, "I'll keep the basket because it's keep the basket. <laughs> keep the basket. Don't look inside." Amar le at amart mehata ve'ana amina mehacha. I have another source for the poor get poor. Ve'tame tame yikra. Maybe that's why it's brought down over here. We're learning by Pusha. But that's why I said that. That's why I said that one. Yeah. Uh, that's specifically why I have six yeah. or seven yeah. interpretations. Yeah. So I wanted to say <laughs> something that is nogeya to the to the sugya. Tame tame yikra is the leper. So on the way out of the camp, he has to scream to everybody, "Hey, I'm tame. Keep away." So it's not enough that he has leprosy, but when the poor get poor, now he has to humiliate himself by screaming. I'm broadcasting to everybody. Tameh, tameh. Amal Raba, Raba Barmori. Minana Milta Damura Banan. Shkim veEchol. Get up early and eat. Bakai it's of Nehama. The summer eating breakfast will benefit you to protect you from the heat. Bahorik of Natsina. And in the winter, good breakfast will protect you from the cold. The Amri Inchin. There's a famous saying. Sixty people can run after somebody, but they won't be able to catch him. For the guy who eats bread, the breakfast. So how do you know that that's a uh, truth? Dichtiv says that to the Jewish people in the future, on the way back to Eretz Yisrael, the Prophet says, "Lo yirabu, velo yitzmau, velo yakim shara v'shemesh." The end of the Pasuk, uh, it's to be read, which means if they don't starve themselves and dehydrate themselves, then lo yakem shrab vashemesh. To read it like that, lo yirabu, if they don't starve themselves, they eat something, and they don't dehydrate themselves, when they drink something for breakfast, then they'll be protected from the sharab. They'll be protected from the elements. So that's how you see that eating a breakfast is uh, beneficial for, you know, to protect the person against the uh, climate. Pasuk says, You gotta pray. Then, It's breakfast. Pat Okay, it's not uh, continental breakfast, it's simple breakfast. Pat bamela, some little bread with some salt. Vikiton shilmayim, and some water. So after you say shema, and after you pray the amidah, pat shemari. And what does the end of the pasuk say? Mikan ba'ilak v'hasiroti mahala mikirbecha. So there you go. And I'll remove sickness from your midst. Vetanya mahala, the mahala that we're talking about, zumara. It's referring to the uh, the uh, the gallbladder, it, it the gallbladder emits bile, and that causes the person to get sick. So it says Lama Shema Mahala. Why do they call uh, bladder disease Mahala? There's eighty-three different uh, diseases that can Shalom happen. Mahala begimatria hachiavu. Asiduti Mahala Mahala begimatria is eighty-three. <coughs> 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 
but a uh, little bread in the morning with some water, that'll uh, get rid of it. Amar le Rabah, le That's it. That's a bagel, uh, Elon. To put that on the thing. Bagel a day. Keep the doctor away. <laughs> Forget about the apples. It's the bagel. barmori. damura banan. mush. If your friend calls you a hamor. He's probably not your friend. But if, you, if your friend calls you a hamor, so uh, <clears throat> don't fight with him. Take off your saddle. As if to say, accept it. Meaning make believe you're a hamor. Take, 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 take the saddle off your back. As if, accept it. We learned it from Hagar. Remember Hagar ran away from Sarah. From Sarai. Why? Because she didn't want to be the Shifha. So the Pasuk says, by the angel tells, Hagar uh, Shifchat Sarai, the angel asks, Now the Pasuk says, the angel called the Shifchat Sarai. Now she didn't want to be called Shifchat Sarai. So if she wanted, she could have answered back, Hey, I'm not Shifchat Sarai. Instead, what does it say? Giverti. She accepted. I'm running away from Sarah, my mistress. So she accepted the uh, the uh, the angel's uh, definition. Behind yeah. don't 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 uh, don't 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 don't, uh, don't escalate. I call you Hamor. Takes one to know one. You don't have to say that. Kilomar, <laughs> as she says, four third line. Tul ukaf shil Hamor. Don't answer. Which means us, if you have a deficiency, you know, reveal it before somebody else reveals it. Don't uh, don't wait till somebody points out your deficiencies. What are we talking about? Shidduchim over here? He says, because it's eno dome mitbayesh ma'atzmo le mitbayesh ma'achaylim. We learned that in Ta'anit. That, uh, you know, it says that the, uh, the the head of the congregation, they put ashes on his head when there's a fast day. So the Gemara said, why don't you let him put it on his own head? So it's a bigger busha when somebody else does it. So therefore you see, it's a busha for somebody to do something. You just find out with the lady, with the wig. With the... Right? So therefore, I guess, admit your mistakes before somebody else comes and points it out. So how do you know that? So, Amar Leh Dekhtiv Vayomar Eved Avraham Anokhi. Before Bitu'el and Laban can uh, figure out that he's an Eved, so right away he came up, came clean. I'm an Eved. That's it. They were giving him Kavod. And he didn't want to, because he looked like Avraham. They thought he was Avraham. So he said, Abraham, so by the way, I said, no, no, I'm only the Ebed Abraham. Then it would have been revealed anyway, eventually, so it's better that he says it. The, uh, what is that, the goose? The goose walks uh, bent over. 
However, his eyes are looking up. That means uh, it's okay for a person who's humble to also be a little forward in trying to be aggressive in make, making parnasa. Because you're humble, doesn't mean you can't be, you know, looking into the future of how you're going to live. When you see this story, remember the story of Abigail? Abigail was married to Naval. Naval was uh, fresh to David. So David uh, cursed him. And Abigail knew that Naval was not going to live too long. So the Pasuk says uh, that please, she begged, she begged David. She basically knew that Naval was going to die. So what did she say? Please don't forget me. That was a way of saying, marry me and support me. So therefore, you see, she was humble, but she had her eyes already. What's going to be after? Amalera valera babar mori minana milta de amri inche. Shitin tekle makele kaha. Kalhavre shama velo akan. So Yumara says that uh, 60 different type of uh, diseases come on a person's teeth. For a guy that hears his friend eating and he doesn't eat. And he's not part of it. So there's a certain sa'ar when you hear your friend, uh, you know, chewing and eating. And he doesn't invite you to partake. So it brings disease. So remember when the rebels against David, so they, uh, they made Adonijah the king. So when they made Adonijah the king, so uh, what happened was, uh, and they said, along of the king. So Natana Navi went back to David and said, and they're making a party for him. They're making a Sauda. And they didn't invite me and Sadok. So you see, he was upset that they were eating and went up. So what was he complaining about? We didn't get to go to the Sauda. So from there you see that uh, there's a there's a there's a there's a I don't know if the sad is because of the food or the sad is because you didn't get the invite. Probably the invite. How random is this Kemara? One time was in Brooklyn. Many times. One time, all the times he was there, I always followed him around. Whatever I was doing that week, I just stopped everything I was doing. And I just followed him. He went to 100 stops a day. I went to the 100 stops. Deal, Brooklyn, Long Island, YU. Look at every picture. I'm always in the back somewhere at these events. It's amazing the stamina the man had. I was a young guy. I was a teenager. I couldn't keep up with him. He was running around from early in the morning. And every night I would drive to Borough Park. He stayed in the Plaza Hotel in Borough Park. Strange those days. He didn't stay in the community. Some of the guys, how did they put him in Borough Park? So I used to drive to Borough Park every night and get to the hotel before he got there. So when he came in, I walked with him in and, you know, asked him a question. So I was learning Baba Kamad Daf Tzadibet. So uh, I wanted to ask him just to, you know, uh, stop a question. So uh, I said, I'm learning uh, Gemara Baba Kamad Tzadibet. So he says, He quotes this, uh, that shows you, look, look at the fluency. Who knows this Gemara? 
That's you know that's zichru on uh, you know steroids. That you know Gemara said the to know this this chayu de abne inche. It's a, it's it's a vernacular of what they used to say. Little adage, and he's got it on the tip of his tongue. That was, that was amazing. Yeah, I said, because actually I asked him on the next sugya. I asked him on this piece here. And I'll tell you what he said. So you say from there that a person has, you know, he gets sick because uh, he doesn't get, they're not invited to the, uh, so he says, I, we learn it from somewhere else. So when Yitzhak married uh, Rivka, so what does it say? Vatika, vayikachat Rivka, vatihidu the isha, vayyabeha. So she became his wife, and he loved her. Vayinachem Yitzhak areimo, and Yitzhak was consoled. And what's the next pasuk say? Vayosef Avraham, and Avraham continued vayikach isha ushma ketura, and he got married. So what does it mean over here? So you see. That uh, uh, he got jealous of Yitzhak. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's married and he wasn't. So that's the question I asked the Kabbalah. I said, well, he got jealous. So he said, no, can I do mitzvah? Meaning marriage is a mitzvah. So he's not looking to be married, to be married for the sake of marriage, but uh, it's a mitzvah. So therefore when he saw his son fulfilling this mitzvah, he was filled with can I do mitzvah? It hurt him. This is a. Uh, you don't see over here that he got sick. That's the. Uh, so the, the Farshim point that out over here. You, you see that there's a certain kenah uh, that's created. So the Pnei Yoshua says that. Mena ketuvim en shum hokachash kenah kazot noret shishim sugei machovim. So some say, like the Maharsha says many times, sixty is just like a number. It's like you know, a lot of diseases, but you don't see anything in the disease. Amispar shishim mitzen shiur bitul. That's a shiur bitul. Kavanat gemarau shakeeva echad shu koem shahamero ochel vueno ochel yitpatel b'shishim. That's the point. That if um, the one keev that you have that your friend is eating and you're not yitpatel b'shishim bekevim acherim shavu ala. The one keev will be batel sixty keevim. So forget about the one ek you had. You get sixty more. So you forget about the one that you had. Are they bring 16? The mashmout is that you hear it and it brings him 16. Right, and that's, what, that's what it's saying. The one keb you have already will be batel in 16 new keb. Oh. It'll be batel, the stuff that you had before this. That's the way he's learning it. All right. It's a long gap. We'll stop over here.